Welcome to The Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Robeck. Each week on our show, we invite a special guest to share their knowledge on health, wellness, and better daily habits so you can have the life you deserve. Let's get started. We have Chris Dupree on today, and Chris is a good friend of mine who actually became our office manager as a result of the benefits that he has achieved through the program that we have in our office called our Restart Program. And uh, he has suffered with ulcerative colitis for almost a decade, and unfortunately, eight of those years were in significant pain. And uh, he talks about the challenges he has had with the system and the approach that they use to try to help him with his pain. Uh, and then we'll talk about the changes he made uh, and the benefits that he has been enjoying as a result of these changes. Chris, I wanted to, I wanted to have you on the show today because I think your story is, is, um, is remarkable because you made some really powerful changes to your life. And what's unfortunate is that you live too long with some serious pain that um, I would say was unnecessary. And it wasn't for any reason besides you just having the wrong information. And uh, I think your story is powerful where it needs to be shared with others. And um, thank you for being on. Uh, we will uh, spend about a half an hour discussing what you were up against and uh, what you uh, did in the past and who you are now. Uh, a little bit of a history with uh, Chris is that um, I met him through a recruiting company he was uh, a part of. And I noticed that one time he was punched over in what it seemed to be pretty severe pain. And, um, I kind of I saw that it was, it was disturbing, but I didn't want to, uh, engage because I didn't know him all that well, but it, it seemed like he was in, in, in his own personal space. Unfortunately, I saw this happen another time. And at that point I, I approached him and I, I said, you know, what's going on with you? And he told me about his severe abdominal pain and cramping that he was experiencing and that he's been suffering with this for years. And after a brief conversation, I'd mentioned to him you don't have to suffer like this. There's a way you can help yourself. And to him, I think that was very foreign and it, and it blew him away a bit. And it was my purpose and passion and mission to make sure we made that happen. And so, um, Chris, uh, you were diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and, um, do you mind taking us through uh, that process when it first began and what you're suffering with? Oh yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. So I was, I was in the Navy for, for six years on, on a submarine and um, served honorably. And when I, when I got out of the Navy, um, I, I went into corporate life. And luckily for me, I was able to use um, VA services for my medical um, because I did serve. So for, for the last decade, I was really suffering from a lot of cramps and abdominal pain, as, as you stated, and figured out that I had ulcerative colitis. And when I went to the VA, about this, um, you know, their answer was, well, it, it is what it is. You know, this is something that you're going to suffer through forever. And in order for you to deal with your pain, this is what you need to do. And they recommended, you know, doing a hose in my backside pretty much. Um, and that, that really wasn't acceptable for me, but I, I had to do it because that's, that's the only alternative or only option that they were giving me. So I was constantly in pain and, and constantly you know, trying to fix myself with no direction or no nothing. How long so are you suffering? It, when were you diagnosed it, with the for, condition? For years. So I've been, I've been suffering with that condition for, for, for years. 
And for me, it just became a standard part of life. Like it is what it is. So the VA, you know, they, the only help that they've given me is by giving me this medication that I need to do. So I thought that was, that was the only answer to, to it. So every morning when I, when I get up like clockwork, you know, the first thing I would, I would go to the bathroom and be in pain for half an hour before I start my morning every day. And then, you know, throughout the day, if there was ever stress or anything going on, um, it was just inflare, um, my myocarditis to a point where it's just not comfortable walking. And you, you saw me hunched over, you know, walking and, and that was pretty much my life, my life all the time. John. Yeah. You, I mean, you look so miserable. You're 50 year old male at this point and you're, you honestly looked 80 and so hunched over in pain, <laughs> walking to the bathroom. And uh, I was feeling like I was 80. <laughs> yeah. And it was, and it, it was aging you beyond your years. Um, and it's so nice to see where you are today. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's not as if the VA was not trying to help. It's just that they didn't, they were using the tools they, that they know how to use to help people that are in pain with these problems, which is to try to medicate, cover up the symptoms, make you feel better uh, and, and move on. And that's, um, it's not their fault. It's how they're trained. Um, but there are better ways to help people get better and not mask the symptoms, but find the underlying cause and fix the problem forever. How long has it been since you had a flare up or you've had to go, or you've had to go into a hospital for care? Oh my God, it's been over a year. I haven't been to the VA in over a year and I'm, I'm so happy about that. You know, when I, uh, during that time, you know, the VA, you know, I told us like, well, is it, is it something I'm eating? Like, like what's going on? What's causing all this pain? Yeah, Chris, just don't eat nuts and seeds. I'm like, okay, well, why can't I do that? Because they're tiny and they'll get stuck in the pockets of, of um, your intestines, your, that area, your small intestines, large intestines. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. So for me, I was scared to eat, Sean. Right. <laughs> like, I, it's like I wasn't eating anything because I'm like, okay, if I eat, it's going to cause a flare up. Right. And with um, colitis, you don't have an appetite already. So for me, I was really hurting myself because I wasn't eating the food I should have been eating, I was staying away from food that I like. I love seeds. I love nuts. Nuts are healthy for you. Walnuts, all those are healthy for you. But I stayed away from them because the VA told me to. Right. So for the longest time, I was really missing out on eating the things that I love, doing the things that I love, because I didn't get the communication and the knowledge about what I was really suffering through. Instead, you know, there was a band-aid thrown over my problem and said, you know, it is what it is. And you you mentioned something, you didn't have an appetite and you didn't have an appetite for years, which means you're essentially malnourished. And of course you're not going to people suffering with irritable bowel, um, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease. Um, your body's not going to want to eat. Why would your body want to eat? If you have a flame inflamed colon, you're going to try to avoid having to use that system. Uh, and unfortunately that's that spirals into a malnourished situation. And that's one thing your body needs is to use food as medicine and to clean your body out of the toxins or the toxic foods you're eating, creating this process. And that's not for everybody. I understand this is, that's a very general statement, uh, but we were able to identify some weak points in your lifestyle and your behaviors. And um, also uh, with some hormone balancing uh, that was hormones that were out of balance uh, that we were able to balance. And um, what would you say was your biggest, um, noticeable change in your lifestyle that created the best result? My appetite came back and I, I enjoyed eating 
food again. And what Before, th- I used to hate eating food. Like, I just hated it because of my pain. But I just, I wasn't eating the right food, though, Sean. Like, I didn't know what was good food compared to bad food. I know that probably sounds silly. But when, when you're living life every day, on, you know, and, and life is just moving fast, um, that's kind of things that you do. You know, you, you put bad things in your body. That's right. Give us an example of what you would eat. Like maybe one sentence for breakfast, one sentence for lunch, and then a dinner. What would be a standard yeah, day so, pre pre uh, program for you? Yeah, so pre program would be um, a sugary cereal. You know, for for breakfast, and then um, I, I used to work at a bank and at, at a bank at, at a call center, so I only had half an hour for lunch. So everybody at the call center, we all scoot downstairs to the local hot dog place and grab some hot dogs. <laughs> You know, or, or cheeseburgers or all that fast food stuff and just put it into my body because I needed to fill myself up because I was hungry. But that's the food that I was con- just that bad stuff I was constantly putting in my body. And would you say that was standard for most of the people working at the bank would go downstairs and eat the same things? Absolutely. It's standard for all of us at the bank. We just go downstairs and grab the first fast food that we can do. And then there is a line at a fast food place. We just go to the next fast food place, but it was nothing ever really nutritious to eat. Right. And what would dinner look like for you? Dinner, sometimes I would skip because, you know, my, my colitis would, would flare up. And if it didn't flare up and I was like, okay, I can eat dinner, I'd make spaghetti, pasta. Got it. And the, so uh, there, was a, there was a lot of pasta in my, in my life. Got, got it. <laughs> Back then. The, uh, and with, after uh, making a commitment where you and I both decided to co-labor together and partner up and help you um, un- navigate this new journey of trying to figure out how to be healthier and better and it makes lifestyle choices or changes uh, for, and better choices. Uh, for us, the first thing that we looked at was your diet. What were you putting into your body? We also spoke about detoxification and what detoxification meant because at one point you had a lot of hoses up your backside to, to clean things out and to, uh, to make you feel better. Uh, but that was a short term solution. And I think you mentioned you would, you would be in the VA maybe once every three weeks, spending two or three days at a time there. And knowing that that solution wasn't, that wasn't a cure. It was just a, a bandaid over the problem. But when we'd identify that detoxing your body was a lifestyle process and not a three-day cleanse. And you stayed with the process of detoxification with eliminating the bad foods and adding in foods that you could use as medicine. I think we saw the biggest change. How could, can you describe how, uh, what your experience was with making those adjustments? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was, I was sleeping better. I had more energy. I even looked better. So before I had this, this and, I, and I'm really thin, Sean, like I, I'm, I'm, just a small thin person and because I was eating so bad I had this awful gut and the rest of my body is skinny mm-hmm. so it was really weird for me you know especially putting my jeans on and stuff like how the heck do I have this big gut when I'm such a teeny tiny guy you know so when I started the program and I started eating better and enjoying food and exercising and all that I noticed my gut just disappearing and I, I had more energy I was excited about eating and cooking. So it, it, 
it, it was uh, an incredible transformation for me where I just woke up one day and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not tired anymore. I, 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 I now wake up even before my alarm goes off because I'm well rested and I'm eating the right foods that give my body the energy that it needs to do its job the next day. And the one, the one added benefit to it is getting your hormones balanced. And this is without hormone replacement therapy and, and uh, nothing against hormone replacement therapy. But for Chris, we didn't have to use that because when we cleaned up his diet and we're able to clean out his gut uh, where his gut wasn't inflamed and irritated and we put foods in that um, was able to be more of an anti-inflammatory effect, then his gut and his liver and his kidneys were able to do the filtration process that's necessary to support him as well as allowing those organs to assimilate the hormones properly to make sure that they're optimized and working and working and, 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 and working as well as they possibly can. And so one benefit for you, I noticed is that when we were able to balance your hormones and then get them to, to an optimal level through dietary changes and detoxification, you actually started to look healthy. Your skin looked better. You had a better skin tone and color. You were lose, you lost your body fat. You had lean muscle mass and you essentially looked age appropriate, if not younger compared to that 80 year old person I saw hunched over hoping to get to the bathroom in the right amount of time. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and, and my hormones too, you know, I, I noticed that, um, I, I wasn't, I was, I was constantly like crying all the time, Sean, you know, I was either really happy or really sad, really happy, really sad. So it was, it was really difficult for me just to balance my mind, I guess, you know, and once my hormones were just in check and, and balanced, I wasn't feeling all these crazy emotions all the time. I could think clearer. Mm-hmm. My thoughts were clearer. My actions were clearer. Before, uh, my, my mind was just really foggy because I, I wasn't, I was always in a rush and not exactly sure what I was doing. Hence, constantly emotional. Yes. And thank you for that. I mean, obviously, the irritability, the moodiness, it comes with an unbalanced, with unbalanced hormones. And uh, mm-hmm. right now, you are very consistent. You're always happy. You're so much energy. You bring so much energy to the office. Um, and it's so nice to see. Can you tell people what you, uh, what you did in the military? I used to drive a submarine. I was in, um, in the submarine service for six years. I was an office manager. Um, I took care of all the service records on the submarine, top secret, secret material. Nothing left that boat with the captain's signature without me, um, making sure it was okay to leave the ship. How many years? Also, um, I did, I did that for six years. I drove a submarine for six years, office management on the submarine for six years, and I did sonar. So I listened for other boats and um, biologics out there in the, in the ocean. So it's pretty exciting time. I also worked at the Submarine Squadron 7, where I handled a budget of $1.5 million for 12 operational submarines. And how, what was the longest period of time you were underwater? I was underwater for six months at a time. No sunlight, no nothing, just machines all around you. So there was, there was, you know, 110 people underwater and they became your family, your brothers yep. for, for those six months. So we were tight, you know, we all worked cohesively as a team to make sure that we were operational and doing what we're supposed to. Can you share with everyone what, um, what you ate or what food was available for you on the, on the sub? Sure. So on, on, on submarines, because it is, you know, a difficult lifestyle, a lot of people can do that. 
they try to feed us the best stats they can. So when we went on long deployments, we would have stuff like lobster and steak and baked potatoes and things like that. So that was that was really nice. But when you went on those, <laughs> when you went out to sea for a week or two weeks, you didn't really get the lobster and the steak and stuff like that. You got um, the the eggs that are dried eggs, but you know the the chefs make it so that um, it, it tastes well. Um, but there was always a lot of fruit um, fruit available, you know, for you to have at any time that you wanted. Fruit was always there and food met. But, um, you know, on a submarine, when it came to mealtime, there would just be a line in the middle of the of the deck on the sub. And we would just, it's funny, we would just fall asleep on the wall, right? So, like, we lean against the wall and we just nap waiting for <laughs> to get our, our food. And then the guy next to you just pushes you over asleep. So, we're all, like, sleepwalking kind of because we're so exhausted. So, by the time you get to the food, we just tell them, hey, what do you want? I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that, 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 and this. And then uh, you sit down, you eat really quick, and then boom, you're right back at it. Because on a submarine, there is no such thing as a 24-hour day. It's an 18-hour day. So you get six hours of sleep, six hours of your job, and six hours of additional duty. So you try to sleep when you can because on a submarine, you're constantly training and doing simulations, fire and cruise mess, fire and engineering, flooding and engineering, flooding in the machinery room. Chris, do you, so, think, uh, do you, you, know, do you feel like your bad habits of eating habits may have started um, in the military? I would say yes. I would say yes because you're so busy working and stuff that um, you you eat when you can. And then eating what you as what you can ideally, oh, you had options to eat well, but would was it comfort food that you would eat, or what would be your choice to eat? My gun, my I meant uh, when I was. Go ahead. Yeah, so so I remember on a submarine, my my choice to eat because it was really quick. I ate a lot of fruit, Sean. Like there was always a ton of bananas in cruise mess. And that was, that was kind of everybody's go-to when they were hungry. They would grab a banana. Now, one of the things I know that I did really bad for myself in the Navy on a sub, and a lot of guys did this because when, when, when you're driving a submarine or when you're on a submarine and you're working, you've got to stay awake. You, you have to stay awake. You can't fall asleep when you're driving a sub. So some of the things that we used to do, the guys, is we used to mix, and this is going to sound nasty, we used to mix Coca-Cola and coffee together. <laughs> to get that caffeine high so that you stay awake. I'm sure that's probably not something good for your gut yeah. to put into your body, um, caffeine and Coca-Cola mixed together. But, you know, you, you got to get that, that, you know, awakening feeling so that you're constantly awake so that you can do your job. So there's things like that that we all used to do in the Navy that's probably I, I regret today. Sure. But it was, um, yeah. And I think the big thing, and, and the question comes because we have to look at what we've been doing and what we were doing in the past and the changes we're going to make moving forward so we can get ourselves out of this chronic disease state so we can live a better quality of life. And uh, there was a time where you had that awareness. And I think that awareness was when we first met that what you were doing was not okay. And uh, fortunately, there was a, a lifestyle-based systematic approach to get you into a healthier state so you can eliminate these symptoms that you thought you were going to have for the rest of your life. And uh, thankfully, you're currently carrying on and continuing with the program so you don't fall back into that state. Because I think if you know if you cheat or if there's going to be a, if you go back to those bad habits, the symptoms, the condition will return. And um, we all know we don't want that to happen. Is there anything that you can share with us before we uh, depart as far as advice you'd offer for anybody that has suffered with chronic colitis or ulcerative colitis, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease? Yes, yes. There's a lot 
of really good information out there on nutrition and what to put into your body and how exercise is crucial and detoxing and just fitness and everything. Before, I, I just wasn't knowledgeable about that. Today, I, I haven't been to a fast food place in I don't know how long because that was part of the problem. I was putting food into my body that didn't have any real nutrition to it. So now I love cooking at home. You know, I, I, I buy fresh vegetables. I, I eat pasteurized eggs because they're better for you. So now I have the knowledge of what kind of food I need to put into my body for it to really work properly. So I don't, I don't miss any of that bad stuff anymore because I've done such a great job and I'm feeling so much better, so much better that I will never go back. And the thing is, it's just taking that first step to make that change. And once you make that change and you start feeling better, don't go back. Don't go back because that's, that's just an awful place to be, especially when you've done so much progress. So I would say for somebody, when, when you're suffering through colitis or, or Crohn's disease, things like that, learn about nutrition. I, I think that is such the, the big one is, is knowing what you're putting into your body and how that energizes your body and gives you strength to do the things that you need to. And, and eating all those, that proper food has really cleared my mind as well because my mind used to be foggy. I, I wasn't able to think clearly. But that's because I wasn't putting the proper brain food in my body to, to help me with that. So I was just saying, you know, to somebody that is suffering through this, you know, knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. You know, it, it, it truly is about what you put into your body that, would be, that makes the difference. Absolutely. And, what, and with especially with um, any type of bowel condition, if you, you talk about brain fog, um, poor cognition, poor memory, your gut is directly connected to your brain. And if you're feeding yourself horrible food or food that's inflammatory and causing a reaction in your body, that connection from gut to brain is disrupted. And you're not going to be able to have that mental clarity that you want. Your cognition is going to be poor. Your productivity at work and at home is going to be poor. And your memory certainly is going to be poor. And what we must do is since our immune system, 80% of our immune system lies in our gut. Now our immune system regulates inflammatory response. So if we have too much inflammation in our body, but we're not taking care of our gut, we don't have an ability to heal. And so the first thing we have to do is clean our gut. When we clean our gut, our brain is going to work well. You're going to feel healthier, happier, have more energy, which will give you the motivation to continue to eat right, eat healthy, continue that detoxification process. And the hidden gem that all that happens without us even knowing it is that our hormones will start to become balanced because our organs will function the way they're designed to. And then if you continue effectively and efficiently with the process, they'll become optimized, which means that you'll be living a life where you're 50, but you're feeling 30. And that's our ultimate goal at Fixed Body Group is improving your quality of life, finding people that are suffering with chronic pain or pain from chronic illness and giving them a lifestyle-based systematic approach to make sure that they can take control of their life and not be reactive, but proactive in their healthcare so they can enjoy the rest of their life. So Chris, thank you yeah, for your information. Life. Do you have anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, just, just really quick. You know, I, I'm so happy that I, I did do this program because when, when the VA told me I can't eat nuts and seeds, that, that really was hard for me because I love walnuts and cashews and almonds and all those things. And, 
for me, missing out on that was just, it wasn't okay for me. So I eat nuts all the time now. I eat sunflowers. I, I eat seeds all the time. And it, it, those weren't the bad things for me. Is everything else that I was putting in my body. So once I stopped putting all that bad stuff in my body, I can eat nuts. I can eat seeds. I can have all those wonderful things that I want to eat. So it was, again, it was just a lifestyle change. Yeah. You're an inspiration, Chris. Your energy level is so high. It's significantly different than when I met you a year and a half ago. You're a whole different person. And what I love about you is that now it's your mission to share your story with other people so you can help them get better and not just keep this information to yourself, which is truly selfless. I appreciate you as a person and a friend. So thank you for being on today. We'll uh, talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you for having me on, Sean. Have a great day. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed our show. If you did, please like and subscribe to stay tuned. See you next week on another episode of The Fix Podcast.